A little bit. It's because we have these fancy new mics. Shout out to our engineer, Mark Wilhelm. Oh, am I sounding a little loud in my fancy uh, We're mic? good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Got it straight. Got it straight. Yeah, it's all good. Shout out, Mark. Um, we yeah. have uh, these nice mic stands. I'm just setting the scene. These like really sweet podcasting yeah. mics. Yeah. I feel official. Yeah, he came through and dropped some, um, dropped some gifts off. Appreciate that. He told me he built these. Really? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy because they look like super, super like, pretty cool. Like it went to a big factory. Right. Like, right. <laughs> like profess. Yeah. So Man. shout out our engineer, Mark. This one's for you. This episode's dedicated to you. Definitely. 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 So today, Eric, keeping in times with the yep. season. Yep. We're diving into golf, specifically PGA golf. Mm-hmm. Um, with a local, a local fave, Lonto Griffin. Yeah. He, Not that often you get a local PGA golfer. That's I know. Pretty, that's pretty I know. Cool. It's so cool because we obviously, the Roanoke Valley is so rich with golf talent. I mean, yeah. the professionals in this area, incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have someone actively on the tour from this right. area, yeah, can't beat it. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. We love Lonto. Cool. You know, we go up to Blacksburg Country Club to do his um, charity events and talk mm-hmm. to him. He's a Blacksburg product. Um, he's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, he is. VCU. Uh, he was a CAA player of the year back in his day. Mm-hmm. So um, he knows a thing or two. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He, <laughs> so he turned pro, like you said, grew up in Blacksburg. His story is really sweet and... He gets into it um, towards the end of our interview, but his father uh, was real sick and passed away when he was young. And mm-hmm. Steve Prater, who was the golf professional at Blacksburg Country Club, kind of took Lonto under his wing and, and let him play there as an honorary member. Right. So ima- imagine Mr. Prater now, like, look at what this kid, yeah. Ben kid has done, like to be on the tour and... Um, so Lonto's mission, he said, ever since he won the Houston Open, mm-hmm. got a little bit of money, got a platform, is to yeah. give back to this give area. Back. Yeah, that was speaking of that win at the Houston Open. That was that was pretty epic. I that was remember pretty big. we were both sitting in yes, here for we were. some reason. <laughs> we were, and we were like, we were. Oh, Wait, is this Lonto? That's Lonto. <laughs> that's Lonto. He did it. He did it. You know, um, incredible, incredible. Yeah. Um, but now it's it's like you said, it's even better to see him come back and now kind of pour all of that back into you know, Southwest Virginia, and ultimately the NRV as well, those folks that helped him along the way, and his family too, helped his mom along the way. Yeah. I know he, he made mention of, you know, how she became a, an instant, you know, single mom of four, mm-hmm. of four, I can't imagine. So um, great story, like you mentioned, great guy, um, knows his way around the golf course, and, uh, you know, he's uh, just super relaxed. Perfect expert yeah, he's uh, super for chill. today's episode. So. Yeah. Um, golf is a unique sport in that there's not a ton of rules. No. It's pretty basic. A lot of the honor system in this one. A huh? lot of the honor system. <laughs> You're exactly right. I'm going to read the definition. Yeah. Um, golf, and this is per Merriam-Webster, it's a game in which a player using special clubs, mm-hmm. special clubs as in you got a driver, you got a wedge, you got yeah. a putter, Attempts to sink a ball with as few strokes as possible into each of the nine or 18 successive holes on a course. Right. 
in that, I mean, we've read a, a few definitions of sports on this podcast. I feel right. like that is like literally golf. Oh yeah, that's getting straight to it. There's no, <laughs> there's no getting around there's it. There's really nothing else. It. I mean, obviously, there is a lot of math and science behind this sport, which sure. is unlike maybe other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the distance of a course. You're working under a par, which the par is designed within the course that's how many strokes you should be taking before you get to the hole mm-hmm. to be on par quote unquote right um but it's i mean it really that's why it's such a common sport and that's why every town has so many golf courses because <laughs> truly anyone can play right. unlike some of the other like football or or basketball sure. it's a little harder and a little more technical but um, golf is a blast and yeah, we actually had some pretty good questions considering the rules are not that complex. Right. Right. No, he was great. And, um, he was, he was ready for him. <laughs> he answered them. Um, perfect. Perfect. From what we needed to hear and what we wanted to hear. And, um, and ultimately what you guys wanted to hear in terms of mm-hmm. the, the questions you submitted. Um, so no, he was a, a great interview. And like I said, golf is all about, you know, that honor system. Did you really hit it in three strokes? Or was it five and you just miscounted? See, or were you trying to cheat? Like, and that's, <laughs> that's where I would get turned around. Because yeah. I tried to play golf. My dad played golf. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents lived in Sedgefield where the Wyndham mm. Championship is. I grew right. up around, um, you know, that tournament, parking cars. So I'm like, I'm going I'm to go out and try. Because <laughs> right. my dad and brother would always go and hit balls. So I'm like, I'm going to go try, see what's up. Sure. I could never, ever get my mm. left arm straight on the backswing mm. because you know you're. That's like this. That's what they say: right arm bent or whatever mm-hmm. side you hit from. Right. right arm bent, left arm straight on that backswing. Could never get it. Wow. And so also, I was bad me. and no. can't do math. You're better than me. I I, I can't even the hand eye coordination thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't get along. It doesn't. It doesn't. So work. like aiming the ball. Oh, not even. I'm just talking about hitting it. Oh, hit. Oh, oh yeah. Truly <laughs> yeah. just hitting the ball off I'm the I'm just cheek. trying to make Got contact. It. Yeah. So. Have you been to Top Golf? I have. And you do not want to see the video. Okay. Of that. You don't want to see the video of that. Like, hopefully that's a race forever. Top um, Golf is. So that's. I think that's why golf is becoming, like, kind of trendy. Mm-hmm. Is because of Top Golf. And what's agree the other with that. one called? One's um, called Drive Shack. Yes, yeah. yes, that's it. But um, I didn't have fun there. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, I, I'm no. not. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no. We went oh. for my bestie Elena's bachelorette sure. in October. Sure. And like I said, I'm like, oh well, I tried to hit balls way back when I was 13 and couldn't do it. Yeah. But how hard can it be? You know, they got all the lights. We're eating appetizers. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. It wasn't. Oh. I couldn't make it in any of the holes. I'm sorry. And how do you? I don't know because I only hit the ball or made contact with the ball two or three times. <laughs> so you're asking me as if I'm the problem. That's actually a really good point, Eric. You I, just told a, me that. That's a great question, Brooke. Yeah. That's that's pretty great. Um, it just, I wish I could be as good to like just knock it off the tee every single time, but just doesn't quite work for me. I right. Well, don't let us discourage like anybody's taking our <laughs> oh, yeah, experiences no, I, I to feel heart. Great. I feel great now. Don't let no, us yeah. discourage you from golf. <laughs> we cover a lot of golf that yeah. we can do. Yeah, I don't mind that. They you roll up anywhere at a golf tournament. Mm-hmm. This is low key media perk. Okay, <laughs> there's like two media perks. One, you get fed every yes. once in a while, food. free yep. food. 
two, you roll up at any golf course, they mm-hmm. give you a cart. Amazing. For the most part. Yes, 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 yes. I, and I'm not talking PGA <laughs> tournaments. This is like if you roll up at like a, a Pro-Am oh, or sure, sure. Um, the Scott Robertson Memorial. They're right. like, can we get you a cart? The best. You drive the cart yeah. to wherever – the leaders, wherever they are, get mm-hmm. out, shoot the tee. Mm-hmm. Drive down to the fairway, get out, shoot them in the fairway. Yeah. Drive to the end of the green, get out. Yeah. Maybe that's the issue, though. Maybe we're around too many good golfers. So maybe we're not that bad because we're covering such talented people. So we should be taking notes. Oh, that's oh. what's supposed to happen. It's not like we're going to go around the bad golfers on purpose, though, right? Like, No, but yeah. sometimes sometimes <laughs> I will say I'm not I'm not saying any any tournament we're covering it's filled with good golfers oh absolutely when you're in a hurry and you just need to go grab a little quick vo and you're sitting on the green and they miss one putt and then they miss another putt then they miss another putt Mm. that's the only time we're really like oh gosh but they still could beat us anytime but by the time we put it on air oh we make them look amazing yeah i will never put a missed putt on tv you heard Uh, it here first i think oh eric I You're think out I already exposing did. people? No, I'm not exposing people, but it came down to like if they needed the putt for the win. Sure. They missed and the other person made theirs and yeah. That's the turning point. That's yeah, the, yeah, I guess if it's telling a story, I guess it's useful. But anyways, let's no get love let's loss. get into some of these questions. <laughs> One of the questions that was submitted was mm-hmm. why and this was submitted for Lonto to answer, which I didn't ask because I don't think he has an answer. This is more for like Sherman Lee, our mayor of Roanoke. Mm, Why okay. doesn't Roanoke have a Top Golf? Because remember, they were going to build one mm. over across eighty one on the other side of um, you know Staples and Target and all that at the mall. Oh. Uh, allegedly, that was the rumor. I didn't realize that. Never came to fruition, but they're popping up everywhere. Would they're- that have been in place of the movie theater? Like, if were they going to tear the movie theater down? No. Like, okay, so if you're going down 81 towards downtown Roanoke, yeah. you got Target Staples on your left. Mm-hmm. Then you have that open plot of grass oh, next to the Greenway. Evan Springs. Yeah, that's a pretty hot topic. Yeah, they might have an issue with that. Yeah. Those residents might have an issue with well, that. Well, it never there. came to fruition. That was yeah. just the rumor. Yeah. Um, And I don't know where else they would build it. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere down 460 where there's some land or something would be my guess. Oh, good point. You got to have a lot of land and you got to have a lot of clearance for... The one at Myrtle Beach, I mean, they it was just trees and they just tore out all the trees and built it there. But they're popping up. I mean, Myrtle Beach is not a... Sure, it's like an entertainment destination. Sure. But it's a small town. No, I I saw Raleigh open one up uh, just, I think, a little over a year ago. That's the one we went to. Not far from the... um, Oh, I forget the name of that arena, but not far from where the Canes play, mm-hmm. basically. Just kind of like around the corner. I was like, oh, cool. There it is. Brand new. Like, wow. Yeah, so. it's a great money-making initiative. Yeah. Um, that's why another reason I didn't really enjoy it, because <laughs> <laughs> remember those appetizers I said we ate? Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. it adds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, best $17 pretzel mm. bites I've ever had, mm. but... Boy, yeah. was it expensive. Yeah, your wallet was crying after that one. That's yeah. not that's not good. But we'll get to the that's a journalistic uh question. We'll ask one of our reporters to get down to the yeah. bottom of Top yeah. Golf. That's yeah. way out of our range. Yeah, that's out of our lane. But of course <laughs> we had the Live in PGA merger. Yeah. Which was once separate entities. Now they are trying to come together. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of like NIL, we're just trying to, at the base level, just understand what is this. Everyone's trying to understand it. And <laughs> yeah. it's not making sense. And yeah. 
Um, we say this as we're about to go cover the live at Greenbrier this coming weekend. Like, yes, we'll be there. Maybe it's... We'll maybe be there we- trying to figure things out. <laughs> and we'll be questioning the heck out of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. As long as the game of golf and its definition doesn't change, we'll be okay. That That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're doing anything differently, rules-wise. Other than, I think, maybe I think it's just it's- shotgun starts, but... And also it sounded, well, Lonto gets into a little bit, but just the morality of it. Like I sure, think people. Sure. That's the biggest mind. Yeah. Mind, their mind their differences there. in beliefs. I think that is mm-hmm. the biggest um, contra- contradiction or maybe conflict yeah, that they're I having. Agree. But of course, there's a lot of things that need to happen before it becomes official. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but no, he did a great job answering it on the on the podcast, on our segment. So um Hopefully you guys will get a, you know, just stick around a couple more minutes. You'll, you'll hear that. Yeah. Another question we had was why does golf get a bad rap? Um, alluding to it's, it's boring, mm-hmm. which it's, I don't think eh. it's boring because I love being outside, but I can understand. Sure. And Lonto also um, gave his perspective on this, but I can understand why, especially if you're watching it on TV. I used to hate it on Sundays when my dad would have golf on the TV. Mm. And it's just, oh, quiet. That was another thing I meant to ask Lonto. Yeah. Why does this sport have to be quiet? That drives me crazy. Mm. Every time I go to a golf tournament, shh, shh. Yeah, you got to focus. Why are they serving alcohol at golf tournaments if you want people to be quiet? I'm um, not speaking from experience. I'm just simply <laughs> curious. Maybe some people are quiet drunks. Mm-hmm. Some, but I don't know. I tell you what, though. That's a great marketing. <laughs> at the Wyndham Championship, and I'm sure they have it other places, but I went as a, a, a fan. Mm-hmm. Sure. They have a Tito's tent. Oh. Like, talk wow. about what else are you going to do if you just have to sit and watch? Mm. You're going to drink. So True. smart. And it's for hours. Like, you go to a basketball game where they sell beer, it's two hours, you know, whatever. Sure. Think of how how many Tito's that Tito's tent sold. That's dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> and it's hot. Crazy. Yeah, Anyways, I don't like how you have to be quiet um, uh, during golf, but. I'm so sorry. It's fine. That's, you just don't. But wouldn't you want to hear my nice, soothing voice as you approach the tee? And then I'm quiet as you hit the ball on the green. And then we can get loud when you get ready to put it in the hole, right? I I will say if this doesn't work out and this podcast doesn't Mm -hmm. take off the way we want it, you do have a future. I feel like I do have a golf voice, though. You do. That was very (laughs) soothing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll get into this voiceover thing. This this mic is know, giving me now power. That you have oh, these nice gosh. mics, and you have the headphones on, so you can like really hear the effects. Yeah, maybe you know you know what? Maybe I'm a singer. Ooh! Oh my goodness! Hit a tune, T Pain. Come on. Um, <laughs> I don't like the bug. Okay. Um, we're getting in trouble here. Listen, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get yeah, to Lonto. Let's get to Lonto. <laughs> You're exactly right. Well, <laughs> we'll get out. We are introducing Lonto Griffin, a player on the PGA Tour. Great chat with him as he answers some questions about our sport this week, golf. Welcome back to Foul Check. We are joined with Lonto Griffin, a member of the PGA Tour, an amazing golfer, as we mentioned in our introduction, and a Blacksburg native. We love having a local guy on the podcast. Lonto, thank you for joining us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's always good to talk to people from the new river valley and uh and everybody back here back home 
Yeah, well, we're super excited. I know that people uh, have been following your journey, especially uh, the locals here, and we're obviously excited. We're going to kick this off. We know you don't have a ton of time because you're a busy guy, Um, but this is the question that I'm sure you've heard a lot and a lot of people are really interested in. What are your thoughts on the Live PGA merger? Yeah, for some reason, I had a feeling that question would come up. So, uh, it's, a, it's a loaded question, right? So, you know, originally it was a, a competitive league. Come, they came in, they bought a bunch of, you know, basically bought some players off the PGA Tour. A lot of guys decided not to go for multiple reasons. One could have been money. Uh, wasn't that important to them. Uh, they're happy on the PGA Tour or possibly they didn't want to, you know, play on a Saudi-funded um, league and with everything that's happened the last couple years with all the it, it kind of feels like the landscape of professional golf and the PJ Tour is just it, it feels like it's changing every month and um, the most recent news with with the PJ Tour partnering with Liv and uh, the Saudi Investment Fund that was a that was a shock um, to pretty much every single PJ Tour player even the um, even people that work for the tour uh, nobody saw this coming and uh, it's it's taking some time to kind of digest. And uh, uh, originally, the, immediately when we heard the news, it was you know anger, betrayal, because um, a lot of guys they they didn't want to basically be owned by the Saudi government. And um, I think that's a pretty widespread feeling. I know that's what that's how I feel, um, and not really having the option. Uh, to decide and um you know you grew up i grew up a huge fan of the pj tour the you know the logo and, and everything it stands for uh raising money for local communities and charity and and for this to be kind of ripped out from underneath us has been it's been interesting so uh luckily nothing is set in stone yet and um and we'll see what what how it plays out but it, it's it's an uncomfortable feeling for a lot of us yeah, and I feel like it's one of those things, um, kind of like in many other sports, it's just hard to understand first off, right? <laughs> right? You're just trying to get right. the basics of, all right, what's going on? What's happening here? Um, but no, I think you put that in a, in a, in a great nutshell for us to try and get a, a feeling of, what, of what's happening. Uh, another question we had, I'm sure you know the answer to this one. It's, it's, a, it's a nice light one, so, so no pressure on this one. Um, do, during tournaments, do players walk or ride the carts, and do you think doing one versus the other has an effect on your game? Yeah, so we, we, we're required to walk um, in practice rounds, pro-ams, and, and during the tournaments. Uh, where I can't remember ever a tournament on the PGA Tour um, that I've played in or that I've ever seen that they've allowed carts. The only time they do allow carts would be if you have a disability um, and that's got to be approved by, I think it's the ADA. Don't quote me on that. Um, uh, I think it's the Dis- American Disability Association. Um, so there are very rare circumstances. John Daly had a card at the PGA Championship last year at, at Southern Hills. The second part of that question, there's something about walking that you kind of, you, you have time to kind of, you know, stay, stay loose and you can kind of stay in, um, for a lot of us, it's, it's kind of like that distance between shots. We can think about what we did, mm-hmm. what we need to do. And, um, it, it gives you some time to kind of decompress and, and stay loose where sitting in a golf cart, a lot of times you're just sitting there waiting, you know, you're up and down. And, and, um, so I think the majority of guys would prefer walking, 
But then again, as you get older, like me, I'm 35 now. I, would, I wouldn't mind a, uh, a golf cart to take take some of the heat off the body. <laughs> well, see, that's my thought process. Like yeah. I, I'm like 18 holes every single day, and you're walking. Like what a nightmare! But I get the mental aspect of it. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thir- Thursday, uh, for instance, Thursday in Minnesota last week, it was it was 105, oh. maybe. Ooh. And it was, I mean, and, and there wasn't much wind. It, it, it felt like you're in a sauna. So uh, it would have been nice. It would have been nice to have a cart and right? some shade that day. Yeah, yeah. You, wow. you get the little breeze at least when you're in the cart if you, if you rev it up to <laughs> I, ten. Yeah, I will tell you though that on off weeks when we're practicing, majority of the time we take carts because you can get you can get a lot more practice done, um, you know, driving around and stuff. But in, in tournaments, it's always walking. Okay. All right. right. Good to know. Well, that, that was what, um, the little note in the question was, I've heard golfers say they play better when they walk the course. So now that has been officially confirmed. Awesome. Um, okay. The next question we had was what is the biggest difference between men's and women's golf? Okay. So yeah, that's women's game is, is different in a few areas. One, they don't hit it as far, but they hit it a lot further than we do. So they, they stay out of trouble. Um, they hit a lot of fairways. Their, their short games are excellent. Um, guys tend to be, you know, more club at speed from whether it be taller or whatever, just for whatever it may be. And, and, uh, so we get in trouble a lot more. Um, if you go out and watch a women's game, they make it look, they look like not to sound bad, but robot because they, they don't miss fairways. It's, it's, it's pretty, um, for somebody that hits, uh, hits it in the water and hits it in the trees a lot, like myself, yeah. it's watching watching women play. I'm like, you guys make it look way too easy. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, so that that's I would say that's the biggest difference. But the the amount of talent on the women's tour is incredible, and and um, a lot of times when I watch women's golf, watching them putt, putting is just as hard for for men, women, anybody, and they make it look extremely easy. So um, tons of talent. Uh, their golf courses are shorter based on distance, but other than that, um, yeah, that, that's that's the main difference. Okay, wow. interesting. That I never thought of it that way. Wow. Okay. Uh, speaking along those same lines, why do you think golf in general just gets a bad rap, or people say, "Oh, it's just boring. There's no way we can get into golf or even watch golf." Well, because when you watch it, is uh, it's slow. I mean, it takes five <laughs> hours to play, which is which is frustrating. But I think a lot of I think recently a lot of different people that you wouldn't expect to get into golf, you know, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. You see these guys doing the Capital One match, right. and you know, Steph Steph Curry, best, one of the best basketball players of our generation. And if he if he wanted to play golf, if, you know, if he had never gotten, he made a great decision. Don't get me wrong, playing basketball. <laughs> but as good as he is at golf. If he had played golf instead of basketball, there's no doubt he'd be a top ten, you know, top ten player in the world at golf. It's it's extremely frustrating to see how good he is at golf <laughs> while being one of the best basketball players in the world. So, I, I think guys like him getting into golf and showing it in the mainstream. I think a lot of people that maybe 20, 30 years ago, you know, weren't interested. They thought it was boring. Now it's it's one of those. The cool thing about golf is one of the few sports that you can play until you're seventy or eighty, and you can go out there with anybody you can go out you know with you know young old um and have a really good time out there so you don't have to with with a lot of sports if if me and you say you're a beginner golfer uh, or if we went out and played football or basketball or tennis it wouldn't be a fun match because 
me or you or our talent levels are so different. But with the golf, you can literally be a beginner and play with a pro and, and, it, and it not be, um, you know, you can still have a, a good time. So that part of golf is cool. I think the stigma behind it being boring, um, to be honest, has some validity. It, it, it doesn't appeal to some people, and that's totally understandable um, because it was slow. But I think majority of people, once they get out and they experience it, um, you know, their, their minds get changed pretty quick. I mean, I'm a golf fan for the sole fact you get a suntan and you're outside. <laughs> well, be careful what you ask for because if you looked at my feet, you'd think I'm wearing socks right now. And I, and, uh, oh, wow. So the, t- the, the, the tan lines, uh, those have been an issue for the last 20 years or so for me. But oh, no, you're yeah. right. Being, being, uh, being, out, being outside in nature and, and uh, you know, the exercise and all that, a lot of people don't know that if you, if you walk 18 holes, you burn about 1,200 calories. So... Uh, from a you know workout standpoint, it's not lifting weights, but from a cardio and and a health standpoint, it's it's a really good way to get exercise as well. Oh yeah, I and believe it. I believe it. On that note, another question we had was, what is the I guess best workout that you do to train for your golf game? And in the same breath, what is the most common injury in golf? And I guess how do those kind of go hand in hand? Well, I feel like I'm an expert at that too. Now I had um, I had a herniated uh, disc in my low back, L5S1, uh, basically from all the torque. So the your your spine connects to your pelvis, and that first disc, um, it's the L5S1 disc. I I herniated that, and had I had surgery about a year ago. So that's a I would say that's the most common. Um, usually hip, low back, uh, shoulder. Uh, wrist a little bit, but the low back takes so much torque. Uh, every time you, talk, you swing in club, it's not a. It, it's comparable to baseball fans are listening. It's a lot of. It's a lot like a pitcher throwing. Um, you know, elbow, shoulder injuries. It's just an awkward movement um, that probably your body wasn't designed to deal. The, the amount of torque and twisting. So a lot of guys end up. Tiger is notorious for all of his back issues. Um, there's every year there's currently right now, Will's out Taurus is one of the young, young guns. Um, one of the top players in the world. He just had the same surgery I had a year ago. So a lot of our, our working out is, um, golf has transitioned a lot from being a, you know, out of shape, overweight type sport that a lot of athletes have actually got into golf. So we do a lot of, a lot of speed stuff. Um, maybe not so much heavy weights. Some guys do. But it's a, it's a lot of mobility and explosive stuff. So um, the gym on the, on the on the tour, we have a, a tractor trailer that that uh, is at every event with a full gym in it, and oh. and every day there yeah every day there's 15 to 20 guys in there at a time. Almost everybody does a workout wow. before the round and and after the round. More of a more of a warm up type deal. So a lot of core, a lot of rotational stuff. Uh, for me, it's been focusing a lot on. Um, glutes hip hip flexors core to take pressure off that low back so it's uh the fitness world i mean there's there's got to be 10 to 12 personal trainers um that a lot of tour guys hire and they're from pts to chiropractors to the actual uh like working out trainers that are on tour and and guys the majority of guys will spend between 50 and a hundred thousand dollars a year on on having a a body guy and a, and a trainer so it's wow. 
it, the work the workout aspect on the on the PJ Tour and, and pro golf is is it's a huge business now. Yeah, that's pretty serious. They, they showed <laughs> that on on full swing. Yeah, where they were working yeah. out in their little in the golf polos, and I thought it was so funny. I'm like, you guys literally just came off the course, and now I understand. There's literally yeah. a portable gym that goes with y'all on the tour. Yeah, and it, it, you can thank Tiger for it. I mean, when Tiger came out in '96, '97, you know, fitness. I don't even think fitness existed in golf, and and Tiger transformed the game. I mean, from what he as far as he hit the ball, then it was it was just mind boggling, and, and we can thank Tiger for the amount of athletes that have gotten into golf, and and some of these young kids coming out of college, they, they hit it. The amount of power and, and flexibility is, is on another planet. So, um, pretty much everything that that golf has done in the last twenty years, you can you can thank Tiger for. Wow. That's excellent so cool. excellent uh listen i know you've probably as the as the saying always goes you're only as good as your equipment right and you're only as good as your as your golf bag will allow Do you have one piece of equipment that's really special to you that perhaps you'll never give up one that you always keep with you well that's a that's a man you got some great questions today so <laughs> i i switched to a uh actually in 2019 i was struggling putting and i <clears throat> I was playing with my best friend Oliver, and and he went to Blacksburg High School with me, and and I grabbed his putter and I made a putt with it, and I was like, man, this thing feels good. So I hit another one, man, I made another one. So I ended up taking the putter from him, and I won the next, and I won the next week with him. With it, wow. and, uh, was that the Houston Open yes. win? That was that was in Alabama in uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour. Wow, okay. six six months later. I won in Houston with it. So, right. um, so that, that putter has been really special to me. Um, and, and just recently she, she stopped working. So she's, uh, oh, no. she's in time. She's in timeout right now. <laughs> um, but she's, you know, hopefully she'll come back and, uh, hopefully she's got some more life in her. So yeah, that's always, um, that's always a fun story to talk about. And, and, uh, that's, that's probably my favorite club in the bag. Wow. Wow, I, I knew it had to be something. Everybody's got something, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, athletes in general are crazy. I mean, our, we're all superstitious, and and I, I would say golfers are even are even worse. So sometimes just putting her on the sideline, giving her a couple weeks to relax, and then you know you, you come back and and um, and it, it's got more life in it. So that's what I'm hoping for because it's it's uh, it's my favorite club I've ever had. Wow. Do you want to drop the name? Well, it's a it's a it's a sick putter, uh, S-I-K, okay. and that, that's the brand. But it doesn't have a name. But you, you just got to treat you, you got to treat your putter with respect. It's it's the most important club, and it's the most important club in the bag. So never throw, never ever throw a putter. Um, you know, so you gotta you gotta have full respect. So it, it's in a safe place right now, and hopefully, hopefully next week it'll it'll start acting better. I like that. I like that. I was going to say that the, <laughs> having a bad putter, that's the quickest way to miss par. So got to have the right equipment yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a good one. It, it'll, it'll be back. Um, speaking of next weekend, are you going to be playing in the Wyndham Championship? That's our most hyper-local PGA Tour. And uh, we wanted to see if you'll be down in Greensboro next weekend. So I am... I am taking this week off. I have my, my charity events right now. It's, it starts, uh, it's actually going on right now in, in Roanoke at Valley Hat. So I'll be here uh, until Tuesday. And it, it's, it's, just, it's tough to spend, you know, three days doing this charity event. We work all year for it. So 
I'm going to be taking this week off, but I'll be back at the, at the Napa at the Fortnite Championship in September out in, in Napa to get the the full uh, tournament started. It, it's painful to miss a tournament that close to home, um, but from from scheduling and and all that, it's just it, this year didn't work out. Right. Well, and you're, and you're missing that one for a good cause, right? You got your your charity foundation you mentioned there. Uh, tell us a little bit about that um, and, and what you aim to do in terms of giving back to those here in the NRV in Southwest Virginia. Yeah, so ma- majority of people that follow me know know my story. And for the people that don't, I, I lost my dad when I was 11 to do a brain cancer. And when that happened, the, the head pro at Blaster Country Club, Steve Prater, he called, actually the day my dad passed away, he called me and, and offered me a full, a, a full membership and, and basically, uh, you know, vowed to teach me for free. He, he knew my dad towards the end. And, and, um, a lot of the members at, at Blaster Country Club and in Rona Country Club and all over the, the area, I, I didn't grow up with financially. I wasn't able to really even afford to play golf if, if it weren't for a lot of these people. So, when I um, when I won Houston, it was kind of a no brainer. Now I have a, a platform, and you're, being an athlete is, is pretty much across the board. But I'd say, especially golf, we're we're an individual sport. We're very we have to be selfish, and, and it's it's usually me, 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 me. And um, after winning Houston, it was like I I wouldn't be here without without all the help and generosity of people in Southwest Virginia. So it's time to you know try and give back. So. We do um, we do a couple events a year to raise money and and we support uh, kids in, in sports, youth in sports that might not be able to afford it. Not just golf; it can be any sport. Um, so we we donate money to the, the Boys and Girls Club, First Tee, um, of the Roanoke Roanoke Valley, and then we also help families that are battling terminal illnesses. So when my dad passed away, my mom was um, basically a single mom of four kids and you know, ranging from the ages of 11 to 19. And it was, I, as an 11 year old, it's hard to really understand what that's like, but to one lose your husband and then also become a single mom is, it's crazy to think about now being an adult. So we, uh, we try and help, you know, families in the area, they can reach out. And, um, if, if there's a terminal illness or, a you know, a really bad diagnosis of either cancer or really any kind of disease, we just want to help families, it's hard enough going through, you know, when you have money and it's even harder when you, when you feel helpless. So by taking off a little bit of pressure and basically giving families kind of what, what my mom received from a lot of the people in, in the area, um, financial, emotional support. Um, it's, it's a way to kind of say thank you to all the people that, that were there for us when, when we went through that. So it, it means a lot to me and, and my management team, fairway management, they are, they're incredible. Um, so they've really spearheaded this, this, uh, event at Valley Hack. That is awesome. That is awesome. You, uh, you're tackling a lot of different things there, the exposure to kids. Uh, and then yet, of course, as you mentioned, helping a lot of the families, uh, here in the area as well. That is, um, yeah, that's well, good stuff. one more thing on the kids uh, in, in youth sports. I, I feel like I remember being in little league baseball and playing basketball and all as a kid, all you want is an opportunity. It's like, you just want to be on that team. You want to be able to go play and, and the excitement that youth sports has um, and the opportunity that it can create for a kid. So one are really safe and, you know, you learn a lot of life lessons, but instead of having something to focus your energy on. So the, the goal is just to give kids the opportunity. If they want to be good and they're willing to put in the work, the financial aspect shouldn't limit whether you play golf or badminton or, or soccer. Uh, you should be able to 
have the opportunity. And if a kid, if, if a kid gets a college scholarship for any sport, it changes their lives. And, um, I'm a sole believer in that. So that, that's really exciting to me. And, and, uh, and it, it's cool to see the excitement on kids' faces when you, when you can help them with the, with an opportunity. That's amazing, Alonto. We we love your story, and it's even better uh, to hear when you're giving back because, like you said, a lot of kids don't have the opportunity for financial reasons, and uh, the fact that you're able to give back to this community is so welcomed. We love it. Um, we love your story. We love watching you play. Absolutely. When you're on on Sundays, we're making sure to see if we can grab some highlights of you. <laughs> it's so it's been so fun following your journey, um, and we really appreciate you taking the time coming on and answering no, some I, questions. Well, I, I appreciate all the support, and I'm and I'm working hard to get back. Uh, once this, once I feel get the body working again and and uh, get in a groove, it's, I'm, I'm excited for the future. So, everybody that's listening, thank you for the support and and uh, look forward to talking to you guys again. Of course, Perfect. thanks, Lancho. Awesome. Have a good one and right. enjoy your time in Roanoke at Ballyhack. It's it feels good to be home. So All thank right. you. Awesome, thank you. Yeah. I felt like that was a really good chat. Very informative. And again, appreciate him taking the time. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. Busy no man. Kidding. So um not far off from the of course he started into the three M open. Thursday, Fridays in Minnesota and mm-hmm. then, you know, he's all around, he's traveling, uh, giving back, doing things. So appreciate him taking the time. That was that was huge. Um had a lot. He had a lot to say. Yeah, he did have a lot good. to say. And and like we said earlier, it's a sport that doesn't have a lot of complexity when it comes to the rules. Like you mm-hmm. can go as a spectator and understand what's going on pretty quickly. Yeah. But what was something that stood out to you that he said that maybe you didn't think about? That he kind of was behind that claim or not behind the claim, but there was some validity, as he said, to the sport being boring. Mm-hmm. I was I, I was kind of shocked. Yeah. But he still advocated for the sport. But um, he was like, yeah, I guess I could see that, you know, how some people feel that way. Um. I was shocked. I've talked to golfers before, and they're like, there's no way it's boring. How could people mm-hmm. ever think that? But interesting. He's keeping it real. I like it. If you think golf is boring, I'm going to take you back to 15-year-old Brooke, okay? Uh-oh. As I mentioned, we would go park cars at my grandparents' house mm-hmm. um, in Sedgefield during the Wyndham Championship. Yeah. I was bored to death, and it was hot. <laughs> they play it in August, right. second weekend of August every year. And the one way I made it not boring, Eric, you want to know? Uh-oh. Um, does it involve making a lot of noise? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I found a golfer mm-hmm. I thought was cute. Oh, I should have. Followed him for known. 18 holes. Bud Cauley. I should have. If you're known. out there, I actually don't think he's on the tour anymore. He was young, too, like fresh out of college. I wow. obviously did not pay me any attention. I was in like middle school. I was gonna say you're fresh out of middle school. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> um, but that made it interesting. And now that um, I am more interested in the game, yeah, it's more fun. But if you're looking for a way to to get interested, not be boring. If, if <laughs> somebody's like, you want to come to this golf tournament? Sure, I guess. Find a golfer you like. And there's also a lot of great personalities as well. Mm. So, like, somebody yeah. who's a little silly when they're playing. I think Brooks Kepka is a little silly. 
He's he's giving weasel sometimes. Oh, oh no, weasel. Oh. <laughs> he's just having fun. He's making fun, right? Right. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah. if you can follow somebody for eighteen holes and they're being silly, <laughs> that makes it more entertaining too. So, I think golf is fun. You're outside, but it was interesting to hear him say, "Yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's definitely not action filled like basketball or football or something." No, got to make it fun. It's you know. Like you said, Steph Curry and other big name athletes, they're making it fun. Yeah. Making it seem fun to especially those on the outside looking in. So And I feel like never know. the Netflix show Full Swing mm. really, really helped. That's another thing. If you're looking for an entertainment aspect, watch that show because mm. they had some really great stories. Lonto's story is amazing. I feel like producers, you're welcome. Hey, like if you yeah. didn't already you know, go. now you know. You're right. Um, and it it does help you kind of engage in the game a little bit more because you understand the backgrounds of these athletes. So makes sense to me. Golf, it's good. Putt putt might be better. I know you love putt putt. I do. Love we'll get into that in the spring when it's Myrtle Beach time. True, but I think I think tackling golf as a whole was better. Yeah. Yeah, because especially now. Be I mean, we only got a couple more. Uh, tournaments and then we head into the PGA yeah. Championship. Yes, which means the weather's getting a little Older. better. Yes, yay! Oh, it's been so hot, but I'm just not ready. Summer oh, flew by. I have been ready for cooler weather. Well, it's speaking, always easier to wrap up than take clothes off. That's true. That's At least true. for me. At least for me. Eric just, says, as as his new apartment does not have the <laughs> AC working. In in in, in, in progress. In, in progress. progress, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, it's coming. No well, pressure or anything for people out there. No. What'd you say? No pressure. Oh, for no pressure. Any management yeah. that might be listening. So. Drop the name. No. I Drop. won't. I won't go that far. Okay. But yeah. We'll get. Well, you'll be fine. Give it. I give will it say, don't use a certain moving service. But oh. anyways. Okay, <laughs> we're having some moving trauma. <laughs> Very relatable. Um, speaking of colder weather than Eric, you'll like this coming mm. up. High school football. Oh my We're getting goodness. into it. Our lives are over, ladies and gentlemen. Our lives are over. If you um, enjoy seeing Eric and I out and about in public. You better like it. Soak it up. You got a We week. coming. As Deion <laughs> Sanders said when he got the job at Colorado, we coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> High school football is the most fun time of the year for us. Mm-hmm. I truly love the grind of the fall. Running and um, gunning. We're doing it. We just don't really get to see our friends or families very much during yeah. that Yeah. It's kind of like we'll see you in December. Maybe, maybe January. Maybe. I told my yeah. friend the other day, June. Yeah. I was like, catch you in June. Because once you're done with football, then it's basketball. And then it's yeah. spring sports. and Then it's good basketball, right? Like, man, last year was crazy. Yeah, there was a lot going on. But first, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. High school football. Yeah. We're going to have on a great coach coming on. Well-loved in this Ooh. community. Ooh. And we're going to save mm. who our guest is going to be, make mm-hmm. it a little surprise. But just know, if you've got any questions about high school football in Virginia, I know the rules are different. When I lived in Montana, we had six-man, eight-man football. Wow. I mean, it, it was very different. We're yeah. doing Virginia. This is full 11-man football. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, send them in. Questions at high school, college, and NFL have a lot of similarities, but also very different. So sure. if you have a general common knowledge question about football, send it. We'll answer it, it. We'll have our expert chime in just ahead of the season. Yeah, it'll be good. Let's do it. I'm excited. All right. Well, that wraps up episode three of Foul Check Golf with Lonto Griffin. We will see you guys in two weeks as we dive in to high school football. Oh, yeah. Let's go.